All right, this is Greg Kimball with the Final Percent Podcast, and we have a special guest, Bob Eskew. I met him up in Vail, Colorado, actually technically Avon, Colorado, and uh, I met he, he and his beautiful wife. Um, they were on vacation. We were on a retreat that we do every year for my wife's birthday that has since become the Final Percent Retreat. So um, anyway, I just... You never know who you're going to meet, where you're going to meet them. And this guy has the ABCs, ABCs of attitude that uh, I brought into my company. And I think it's one of the greatest things that every company realistically should hang on the wall. But anyway, we're going to call this guy right now. Talk to him a little bit about what he's up to, what's going on. Just things that he thinks young entrepreneurs, old entrepreneurs, in-between entrepreneurs should know because he's he's wild, wildly successful as a human being and in business. So we're going to give him a call. Let's make sure that this works. Uh, it's ringing. That's a good sign. Hello? Hey, Bob. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Thanks for being on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, I was uh, I was just explaining to the the listeners how we how we met in Avon up uh, up at the Westin and how we just kind of connected and and got talking about life and and business and all of those things and ever since we've uh, we've definitely kept in touch and I'm I'm just really excited to talk with you a little bit about your journey talk with you a little bit about things that. Um, you've achieved things that you w- wish you maybe could have changed a little bit, things you learned from this, that, and the other. But uh, I'm just really excited that you are on uh, on the show and you're going to be able to share the wisdom to the people who uh, listen to the show. Well, thanks so much, Greg. I really appreciate it, and I look forward to uh, our conversation today. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's dig into what is... What is, uh, if you had your top three things that you were going to tell a budding entrepreneur, someone who was kind of struggling or, or getting into business for the first time, um, I, I talked a little bit about uh, your ABCs of attitude and how we hung them up in my, uh, in my company and how I think they're a, a great kind of perspective and uh, guiding course on, on what you should do every single day. Um, but if you had three things that maybe you wished you would have learned just a little bit sooner, what do you think those things would be? Wow, that's a great question. I would say first and foremost is when you become an entrepreneur, you're also becoming a leader and you're going to lead many people. You're going to lead your customers. You're going to lead your Uh, employees and associates and you're going to lead your vendors and your supply chain and they all have to have to see your vision right Mm -hmm. and the key to being a leader is to be able to lead someone or a group of people down or, or through a journey that you yourself have never made Because it's, you know, and I liken it to like, if you're all standing around and you say, hey, let's go to lunch. I'm buying. I'm buying pizza. Everybody eats pizza, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't take a lot of leadership. No. Because A, you're buying and B, everybody eats pizza. Yeah, but if you, you know, But if you said, hey, guys, we're going to take the company in this direction. 
And even the people that are following you are going to be at first concerned. You're not going to have a group of people that are just going to be totally blind in their following of you. Mm -hmm. So what I learned was that a leader has to see the vision and has to convey that vision passionately to it's uh, uh, to their people, even the people themselves don't see it. Yeah. So I think that's, uh, I mean, for me, and I look back in my career and the pivotal moments in my career that really took ASD to its next level was making moves in the company that were totally that I was totally alone on Mm -hmm. until the employees and my associates saw that this direction was the way to go. And they followed me. So when Um, when you're making moves like that, what, what are some of the things that other than obviously a lot of leaders are, are great storytellers, but what are, what are some of the best ways to that you have found to get people to buy into that vision, to buy into not just where you want to go, but where you can go and where you could go. I always took the approach that if I help enough people get what they want, I can have anything I want. So when you look at today's environment of, you know, the, you know, the rich are getting richer and, and, and the 1% making more than 80-something percent of, uh, of, of, of the bottom 50%. There's a sense that the only way to be successful is to be, um, you know, the actor in the movie Greed, that you can't help people and succeed, that you've got to do one or the other. And it's totally opposite. Mm-hmm. So when you're explaining and in, 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 uh, uh, you know, illustrating your vision to your people, it is all about what is in it for them. If we go in this direction, how does that benefit me as your employee, Bob? How does that make my life and my family's lives more enriched? So in the case of, uh, of ASD, the same year we created a national network of certified installers, we created a 401k plan, and this was almost 30 years ago, and I developed a 401k plan that paid up to 100% of the employee's contribution with no cap. Oh, wow. And it was, it was performance-based, but I can proudly say that in the, since 1994, that the average dollar uh, contributed to my uh, associate's 401k plan is 87 cents. And that includes the when the bubble burst in 2001 with the internet bubble bursting, and that included the year of 2009 when we had the second worst economy in the history of the United States. Wow. And so it to me, it goes back to if I help enough people get what they want, I can have anything I want. Yeah, that's good. So, all right, so we've got one uh, one thing. Then what are your other two things that we would uh, talk about that you think are really important for entrepreneurs to think about? 
I have a belief that you don't ever make a right decision. I believe that you make a decision and then you make that decision the right decision. Wow. Now, that doesn't mean you don't pivot in in business, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I'm I'm sure you've seen that little meme uh, on social media where what most people think success is, and it's a straight line, you know, from start (laughs) to finish. But the actual line looks like, you know, uh, some kind of computer plotter got broken and just makes all kind of squirrely squirrelies, <laughs> and, and, and finally you get to your destination. Yeah, so, that's true. Well, I, you know, I'm not saying that you're so stoic in your uh, direction that you don't pivot uh, based on the economic or, or other influences that may come into play. But when you make the big picture decision that I am going to be, you know, fill in the blank, then you make that decision the right decision. And then what that requires is passion and commitment. Passion and commitment. Believing that you are on the right path, even when no one else believes it. Mm. I always joke and say, when I left General Motors to start my company in 1987, my mom cried and the rest of my family laughed. <laughs> Because my mom cried that I was going to lose my pension because I was leaving, you know, General Motors. And my family laughed because they're like, he must be crazy. He doesn't, you know, why would he leave such a good job and a good company, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So on your entrepreneurial journey, your commitment to your entrepreneurial effort is going to be tested. Mm. It's going to be tested like you've never been tested before. And that is where your commitment to your vision is going to make the biggest difference. Because if you're not committed, then you certainly can't expect people that are following you to be committed. That's true. That's absolutely true. Sounds like you've been in business for a little bit, huh? (laughs) It's, 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 you know, it's just been the, the blessing of my life to be able to, uh, you know, speak something into existence yeah, and watch it grow and watch the people's lives that have been a part of, of, of my journey. How many, um, when and, you, when you left ASD, um, how, uh, how many employees d- uh, did ASD touch across the nation? How many people were making their living off oh of gosh. that? Uh, I would say when I uh, uh, transitioned into a shareholder only, I still own a, a, a small amount of the company. I'm considered the uh, I'm the chairman of the board, All but right. we had I would say between three and four hundred full time equivalent uh, people working for us. That's awesome. Um, the that makeup would have been about six, 50 to 60 employees, uh, W2 employees, and about 250 to 300 um, contractors on demand all across the United States. Oh, wow, that's crazy. And these contractors had other, other customers besides us. Got it. So, all right, one more, one more thing that uh, you think every entrepreneur should know.
You didn't know this was going to be a mm-hmm. test, huh? I uh, know. Yeah, that, 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 these are all great questions. Gosh, you know, there's so many answers to that. And I know you and I sitting around the pool in Avon, Colorado, you know, had a great conversation <laughs> That's about many of these topics. Again, I think it just gets back to, you know, what can you do as an individual to give yourself the best chance every day to be your best and to lift your people that you are relying on to um, pursue your, your vision to be their best. That's great. Yeah. Helping people get what they want so that you can have anything you want. So let me ask you this with, with someone who's built a a rather large company and, and transitioned and is kind of enjoying the, the fruits of, of his labor. Let, let me, what does success look like to you right now versus what did success look like 15 years ago? And how, how do you think they're different now? or if they are different at all? Well, the way success looks to me today compared to 15 years ago, 15 years ago, I was very much in the grind and very much in the game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're playing the game, and I I know you enjoy golf and I, I love golf. Absolutely. When you're playing the game, and it could be any sport, but when you're playing the game, you're not really focused on how you're playing to the extent that that takes you away from being in the game. But when you get back to the locker room and later on in the next week, someone says, Hey, Greg, I'd like to show you a couple of videos of your drive, or I'd like to show you a video of your putt, or I'd like to show you a video of your you know, your wedge coming into the green or how you threw the ball or whatever your, you know, sport of choice is. Now it's time to look at that and to reflect on how you made that play, right? Mm -hmm. When you're actually doing, playing the game, you don't have time to do that. You know, everybody says you don't go to the golf course and practice while you're playing. You just go and you play. Play, practice later play the game you, you brought today play the there you go play the game you brought today and so i would say to answer your question how does success look today i'm able to look back on my career now and reflect on things that i did that when i did them i didn't realize exactly the positive impact it was going to make. It was a necessary business adjustment or pivot, as we spoke about earlier, Mm -hmm. to move the business that day. But there were several incidences of those decisions that if I hadn't made that decision, ASD would not be the company it is today. Oh, that's incredible. So it's really just one foot after the other. I I love the there's no such thing as a right decision. And I think in today's climate of entrepreneurs and business individuals and and really anybody, we get into the idea of um, analysis paralysis and everyone's waiting for something to be perfect until they take action. 
And I actually just exactly. had a, 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 a podcast about, hey, take action and then make your action perfect, as perfect as you possibly can. So I love the idea of there's no such thing as as the right decision. You, you make that decision and then you make that decision right. I, I absolutely love that. I heard someone else say one time, do you know how to sell a thousand dresses? Hmm. And everybody said, no, how do you sell a thousand dresses? And the guy said, you buy a thousand dresses. <laughs> and you better figure out how to, you, you know, and, 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 and by the way, that's not an education on, on, on inventory management, especially in this day and time, but, you know, but I think the message was, if you want to sell dresses, you need to get committed to selling dresses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everything's not going to be perfect. Styles are always going to change. Hemlines are going to go up and down and buyer, uh, you know, buyers, of. Uh, 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 preferences are, are always going to be very fluid, mm-hmm. but that's no reason not to get into the business of selling dresses. If that's your business focus and that's your passion, mm-hmm. get into the business. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I think, uh, I was talking to one of my, uh, business consulting clients that I'm, I'm working with right now and they're, they're scared to make all of these, these changes or actions or this, that, and the other. And I told them, I, I said, you've got to realize that commitment is the thing that you are going to take action on. And, and it's funny that you, you, you stretch so much onto the, the commitment um, ideology because it really is one of the most important things that you can have in business. And I asked them, I said, if you're not willing to take the action, are you more committed to your fears or more committed to growing your business? And because you're not taking action, not changing, not learning, not growing – well, that, by that very definition, you're more committed to your fears. And I Absolutely. think if a lot of people looked at it that way and got more committed to growing themselves as a human being, well, one of my favorite sayings is you have to be before you can do and you have to do before yep. you can have. And kind of the equation of life is just be plus do equals ha- have. And if you look at it, if I had two plus two, I don't have to say that it equals four. Everyone knows that. And so B plus do equals your have, but yet everyone's getting out of bed to go try to have something and they're not getting out of bed to go be something. And I think if we shift that and do something exactly. And and if you think about it, we're human beings, not human havings. So we've got to go exactly right. Right. Yeah. We've got to go be something. And, and I think that this whole idea of commitment, people in today's day and age with the whole idea of social media. We're addicted to two ideas right now. It's either perfection or pity. People are, always want to say, look at my perfect car, my perfect house, my perfect this, my perfect that. Or they're saying, woe is me. I messed up here. I messed up here. Like, here's my crowdfunding thing. Please go don- donate it to you. Now, don't get me wrong. There's, there's very real things that have to be done where people need money for. But we're also getting into this day and age where everybody either wants to be perfect or they want to have pity. They, they're throwing what I call the plum party, poor little old me. And I think yep. if we get out of that idea and just understand, hey, you know what? There's 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 peaks and there's valleys. We all know that. And life goes up, life goes down. But no one is fully in in the pity party, and no one is fully in the perfection party. It, life is realistically somewhere in the middle, and and that's something that I think if people could understand. Number one, you don't have to be perfect. Number one, you don't have to be given everything. 
And what are you committed to? And I think it really kind of stems back to, are you committed to be, it, it was funny, and it, it, believe it or not, this is off of the uh, ABCs of attitude. We were, we were having a meeting one day, and uh, we went through them. I had, I don't know, 20 of our employees in front of me, and we went through them. And it says ABCs of attitude. And, and for those of you who don't know it, I'll take a picture of it and I'll put it on uh, on my social media. It's really something you should just kind of hang everywhere. And uh, I said, hey, so, so someone raises their hand and they said, well, what, are the, what, are, what do you think the ABCs of success are? And I said, I think you have to look at it backwards. And I said, I think you have to go CBA. And I think C stands for clear. So get clear on where you're trying to go. Number two, B stands for believe. You actually have to believe that you can do the things that you're saying. And then A stands for action. And it was funny because you look, you got to get clear. You've got to actually believe. You've got to take action. And it was funny. All of that came just because we put that uh, ABCs of attitude up in our lobby because I think it's so powerful for whether you're a teacher, a staff member, an executive, or a student, a parent. Just having that kind of stuff around you helps you get committed on who you can become and I think if you, if, if you have that around you, you can become someone who you were supposed to be all along. And that's what we want to do. And, and, and the podcast, I've often said, hey, it's not how I talk to you. The whole reason for my podcast and putting this information out into the world, I want to change how you talk to you. I want when you look in the mirror to start saying the ABCs of attitude. But right there, that's a really clear, that's 26 statements that can get you clear. But now the secret is, and that's why when you said, say these every day in the mirror for a full month and watch your life change. And that's the, that's the thing is, yes, we're clear on it, but after a month, you keep repeating it. Now you start to believe it. Now it you starts, it. it permeates into your actions. And, and that's why I just, I, I really appreciate your friendship and, and where you've um, just, I mean, how, like, I, I know there's been a couple times my company's gotten into trouble and you were you were one of the very first people that I called, hey, this is kind of what I'm going through. What do I what do I do here? What do I do here? And I mean, you spent a couple hours on the phone with me helping me dissect some things and navigating tumultuous waters. And I think someone in your position who's been wildly successful and built a big company, it's amazing to watch you constantly want to give back because I've seen you on on your social media, and then every time that I ever have a question, you're always there for me. And I just think it's amazing. I wish more business leaders and thought leaders wanted to help see everyone su succeed. And it just goes back to just who you are at your core. You want to get, you want to help everyone get what they want because then it just helps you get what you want. And I just, I think it's great, man. And 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 and, and thank you so much for those kind words. It, it really. Uh, helps me answer your your previous question about how does success look and when I first started thinking about if I help enough people get what they want I can have anything I want what I learned over my 30 year career is that helping people get what they want is what I want yeah yeah and that's, you know, and and that's I love what you said about about uh, be do and have mm. my career focus was always be and do, and it really never was much about have. I mean, I never said, wow, if we win this big project or if we have this great year, I'm going to go buy this very expensive toy or, or, or you know? Mm -hmm. No. 
it, it, it never was that. It, it was, I want to be the best person I can be. I want my company to be the leader in our industry. And I'm willing to do the work. And I'm willing to help the people create the skills they need to do the work so that we can be and do. Yep. And then the have, okay, sure. It's nice to sit in a Tesla, yeah. right? But yeah. I've sat in a, you know, a $5,000 car. Yeah. And it wasn't the Tesla that motivated me. It no. was knowing that I could be someone t- tomorrow that I'm not today mm-hmm. and that I could help people do the same. Yeah, that's and that's the thing is is having truly is a byproduct. And I think, yes. unfortunately, because of the condition of social media and the condition of everything that we are is kind of jammed through the marketing machine that is America. We mm-hmm. we are one of the things that uh, I I realized the other day is is when I was uh, talking with another guy that I'm I'm kind of coaching, and he said uh, I thought that this was supposed to be the the land of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I said, you know, I I've actually thought about that phrase multiple times, and I think that we got it wrong in the idea that we pursue happiness. Because if you think about it, that means that happiness already exists. That means that happiness is out there somewhere and you're supposed to stock it and catch it. But the thing is, is happiness is not something that you pursue. Happiness is something that ensues based on your react or your actions. It's a result of you living a life. The best way to... It, it absolutely, and so the best way to predict the future is to create it. And if you think about it, happiness ensues as the way you live your life. It is not something that you pursue. It's not out there for you to catch. That's called the horizon syndrome. So if you're trying to constantly pursue things, whether it's happiness or whether it's a car, whether it's a house, every every there's no matter what size of house anybody buys someone is always going to be able to build a bigger house somewhere in the world. So you can't have that be the definition of your happiness. And the other thing I was telling the students as they were going through, I said, guys, what I want you to start thinking, I want you to think of happiness and pleasure as two different things. Happiness is internal and it's who you are and, and it's you being able to be uh, excited about who you are becoming, where you're going and letting things ensue. I think pleasure is external. Pleasure is the cars. Pleasure is the big house. Pleasure is the what, whatever you want to say it is. But people are taking all these pleasure things and they're trying to stick them in their heart and their soul to try to make themselves happy. And that's why it's this never-ending thing of I need stuff. I need a thing. I need this, that, and the other because they're trying to make themselves happy, but they're focusing on the wrong things. Love people and use things. Don't use people and love things. <laughs> oh, man. That is going to absolutely be a statement that I have for the rest of my life. That is great. Love people and use things. Do not use people and love things. Holy crap. Yes, sir. If that doesn't yes. just sum up the exact thing we were trying to get accomplished in this podcast, I don't know what is. That is absolutely great. Well, is there, is there anything before I let you go? Um, is there anything else you want to share or uh, anything else that uh, you've got going on that you want people to know about? I just think it's how great it is for 
uh, to see young people like you and Kayla building businesses, helping people grow, and wanting to live the, the, the life that is all about personal development, trying to do the right thing, and helping other people grow. So uh, it, it was such a blessing for Barbara and I to meet you guys, and it's just been so much of a uh, enjoyment to, to get to know y'all and, and uh, uh, be a part of your life. So thank you so much for that. Well, thank you so much. And, and I'll tell you, the feeling is absolutely mutual. We do, we have actually started our, our final percent um, uh, conference thing where we get as many thought leaders as we can. We do that in the end of September at that same hotel we met at every single year now. So I'll send you the dates on it. Um, I know you're in our we final, pre- I'll, I'll, I, I know you're in our final percent uh, uh, coaching group as well. So I'll yeah. post them in there. So um yeah, I, we'd love to, to see you in person, but uh, just um, thank you so much for everything uh, that you've done for me as a, as a friend, as a mentor. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to connecting with you more. And, and I'm not going to lie. I'm really looking forward to getting out on a golf course with you soon this season. Sounds like a plan. I've enjoyed talking with you and your guests and your listeners and uh, everybody have a great day. All right. Thank you so much, Bob. I really appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that's Bob Eskew, and uh, just so you know, he he is just that guy who walks through life thinking that way, acting that way, being that way. I mean, he is a an example of 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 who we aspire to be, and he's always trying to become more. And so, I've got a lot of love for him. I thank him for getting on the show. He has a ton of wisdom, and let's just. Let's just reiterate that last like mic drop bomb knowledge bomb that he dropped right when we left. Love people and use things. Do not use people and love things. That is powerful. And I want you to take that with you. Live that way. Thank you so much, Bob. I appreciate you. This has been the Final Percent Podcast. Thanks again, Bob, for coming on to the show, and we look forward to having you back on here so that you can drop more of those knowledge bombs.